Welcome to another episode of Headlines presented by the Coast News Group. It's Wednesday, December 23rd. I'm Ryan Wolt, recapping your North County, San Diego news from the past few days. This show is brought to you by the San Diego Botanical Gardens of Encinitas. You only have a short time left to check out their Botanic Wonderland outdoor holiday lighting experience. Reservations and tickets are required and available on their website at sdbgarden.org backslash botanicwonderland. You can find links in this show's notes and on the show homepage on thecoastnews.com. Be sure to check out their COVID-19 protocols, ensuring a safe and fun family experience. At the time of this recording, San Diego County is reporting an adjusted case rate that is once again higher than the week before, rising from 29.5 to 36.3. As a reminder, to move to a less restrictive tier, the case rate needs to drop below 7. For the record, San Diego County has reported more than 22,000 new cases of COVID-19 since just last Wednesday, for a total of 132,098 cases confirmed since February. An additional 117 deaths last week increased the total to 1,311. Our rolling positivity rate is at 11.5%, and in a sliver of good COVID news, ICU bed capacity improved slightly to 21% available. A local teachers union has filed a lawsuit against San Dieguito Union High School District in Superior Court, hoping to overturn the school board's recent decision allowing for a complete return to in-person instruction by late January. The petition filed by the California Teachers Association Legal Department on behalf of San Dieguito Faculty Association seeks to block reopening at Canyon Crest, La Costa Canyon, and Torrey Pines High Schools. This legal filing comes as San Diego County spirals deeper into the state's purple tier of COVID-19 guidelines. The stated goal of the lawsuit is to delay opening while the county is still in the purple tier for COVID restrictions and enable educators to return to the classrooms when it is safe to do so. Students have also joined in the protest of the district's reopening plans, with students from Canyon Crest Academy organizing a socially distanced protest of the school district meeting at Earl Warren Middle School in Solana Beach. Other school districts are also struggling with their own reopening plans. The Vista Unified School District Board of Trustees spent eight hours over two meetings deliberating on a reopening plan before voting 3-2 to to delay making any formal decision about the reopening. Instead, they've scheduled a third special meeting on January 13th. A California state appeals court stayed a local judge's decision to halt enforcement of COVID-19 restrictions against San Diego County restaurants, meaning eateries must again abide by the state's regional stay-at-home order. Lawyers for the state filed the emergency challenge to San Diego Superior Court Judge Joel R. Wolfield's preliminary injunction, which was issued in a lawsuit filed by two San Diego strip clubs. The judge had ruled that the clubs could remain open. His ruling also encompassed all restaurants in the county and all businesses that provide restaurant service. Lawyers from the state argued that Wolfield overreached in his ruling, as no restaurants were parties in the initially filed lawsuit. The County Board of Supervisors met in a closed session and ultimately voted to join the state in its appeal. Though a vast majority of businesses in the county have complied with the order, some businesses have continued to defy the health order, which is based on the lack of available ICU beds, saying that the survival of their businesses depend on them keeping the doors open. In Carlsbad, the teenage boy facing murder charges for the killing of Lisa Thorberg appeared in a juvenile courtroom in downtown San Diego. Judge Richard Monroy ruled that the San Diego County District Attorney's Office had presented enough evidence to move the case forward, while the suspect, whose name was released as part of the announcement, Haloa Bode, 17, 
was not released. The San Diego County District Attorney's Office is seeking to charge the boy as an adult, according to the spokeswoman for the DA's office, Tanya Sierra. We will be right back with more North County headlines after this shout out to the newest sponsor of the Coast News Podcast programming, Casa de Bandini at the Forum in Carlsbad. They are open for takeout so you can still get all of the fresh, authentic flavors of Mexico that you love, along with their delicious takeout margaritas. The Coast News and Casa de Bandini are teaming up to give away $50 gift cards for some of their great food and drink. Just follow at Coast News on Instagram, and then like, share, and tag a friend, or a dozen friends, as soon as you see the Casa de Bandini giveaway post in your feed. You'll find those links in the show notes and on thecoastnews.com. And we're back. Residents who are interested in a seat on the Oceanside City Council can start sending their applications to the city clerk's office. The city council officially certified the November election results, and when newly elected Mayor Esther Sanchez was sworn in, her District 1 council seat became vacant. The council now only has four members after former Deputy Mayor Jack Feller's term expired, and they are required to either fill the District 1 vacancy by appointing a new member or calling for a special election to fill the vacancy. If the council chooses to fill the vacancy by appointment, the new member will hold that seat until the term's expiration in December of 2022. The San Marcos City Council also certified their election results, swearing in re-elected Councilmember Sharon Jenkins and newly elected Councilmember Ed Musgrove. The council then immediately went to work, hearing a presentation on an update to the city's climate action plan and voting to approve it. They also approved more than $625,000 in additional funds from the Community Development Block Grant Program of the U.S. Department of Housing and Urban Development that must be used to prepare for and respond to COVID-19. The city received similar CDBG funding earlier this year, which was used for COVID rental assistance programs. City Manager Jack Griffin recommended that the new additional funds should be added to those same rental assistance programs. Congratulations are in order after the Fallbrook Public Utility District Board of Directors unanimously elected Jennifer DeMeo to serve as president, making her the first woman in the district's history to lead the board. And... Finally, we want to shout out Shannon Lynette of Burning Beard Brewing, photographer Jen Mann, and the team at Thorn Brewing, among others leading an effort they call In the Weeds, which is providing food, supplies, and immediate aid to hospitality workers who need a little extra hand throughout the county. Hospitality industry workers like those at North County's restaurants, breweries, distilleries, and wineries have been drastically impacted by the ongoing pandemic's health closure order. Shannon and her colleagues saw a need for direct assistance and looked to fill it. They've teamed up with Valley Farms to provide 250 meals this week alone to workers in need. The group will continue their efforts into 2021. So, if you're a hospitality worker needing an extra hand, be it a bag of food or some household supplies or a gift card for meals, you can find the In the Weeds group on Facebook. Or check out the newest Cheers North County column on thecoastnews.com for contact info, for ways to request aid, and even offer to help. Those are the key Coast News headlines from the past week. Thank you to our great Coast News reporters, Lexi Brote, Jay Paris, Catherine Allen, Samantha Nelson, Dan Brendel, Steve Petersky, Caitlin Steinberg, and Tigis Lane, whose stories we recap each week. You can find all of those stories and more on thecoastnews.com or pick up a copy of the Coast newspaper. You can find them all over North County. Don't forget to reserve your tickets for the San Diego Gardens Botanical Wonderland event running through December. And if you like this show and want to hear more podcasts from the Coast News, please consider supporting our podcast programming by becoming a monthly supporter. Just click the support link on the coastnews.com podcast directory or on our show homepage at anchor.fm. 
You can find links in this show's notes. Thank you for listening, subscribing, and reviewing this show. Those ratings and reviews really help listeners find a hyper-local show like this one. This episode of Headlines was produced and recorded by me, Ryan Wolt. Jordan Ingram is the editor-in-chief. The Coast News associate publisher is Chris Kidd, and our publisher is Jim Kidd. Thank you for listening, everyone. Happy holidays. We'll be back next Wednesday with your local news headlines.